0: Okay, so life update. Um, Hallie and I went to the Jonas Brothers.
1: We did.
0: We got Big Rob in red dress and we met a fellow bookstagrammer and then uh, somebody got proposed to and there was a pregnancy announcement. So all in all, a great show. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. Um fellow bookster grammar, her username is underscore uh, I think it's reads with fields. Let me double check just to make sure I'm correct. I think so. Read with fields, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um underscore read with fields. Um fields is spelled like field, like a cornfield. Um, it's Dominique Fields is her name Um, y'all go follow her she was awesome Um, it was fun to meet somebody who is also a fellow bookstagrammer and a fellow Jonas British fan that was Um, crazy last time I went to see them I also met I also made friends with somebody that is from the same town that she's from so that was really bizarre crazy to small world Um, but yeah go follow her She's got a great account. Yeah. Um, like I said, we got a proposal and a pregnancy announcement. Kelsey Ballerini and Chase Stokes were there. We did not realize this until we got home.
1: I know. I saw a TikTok video and I texted her
0: immediately. I was like, they were there! Yes, we did not see this till we got home. Which I um, really figured they would well, be there. I had seen that video that you sent me. I had seen it beforehand, but I was like, I don't think that's Nashville. Well, and then I started looking back at my videos and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Because <laughs> um, I have a video of them at the B stage. Kelsey is full on facing me taking a selfie video and I didn't even realize it. So that's fun. Um, I did an Eras film double feature this weekend. So I went Friday night and Sunday night. Um, two very different crowds. <laughs> Sunday, oh, there really? was, like, maybe 10 people in there. Oh. Friday night, wondering. it was packed. So, that was kind of crazy. Um, that was really interesting. I called the movie theater yesterday, and they told me they're getting in more souvenir cups on Thursday. So, I'm going to go up after work and check it out. Because I wanted one, and they were out. Um, but, it's,
1: cra- it's crazy, though, because I've been seeing people on TikTok who've been going to the movies And some of these theaters are crazy. Yeah. There's people like up at the front, like dancing around. I'm like, I understand if you want to do that, that's great. But I liked our crowd. We all were like. I
0: don't know. I think I would have liked a more active crowd. Yeah. I wished our crowd was a little bit more active. We had some people standing, but not everybody was. Most of it was a lot of like, it looked like a lot of girls who had drugged their moms with them <laughs> yeah. and the moms were like i'm not standing up for this so it was a very different crowd um some people yeah. were standing and some people were going all out um we stood for a lot of it me cassidy and emily um and then i mainly sat, st- I mainly sat. For, shake it shake it off and cry oh
1: in. yeah oh yeah I was just vibing. I was just like, I I was just vibing the whole time. Yeah, I just
0: wanted a more active crowd because I really did want to stand like the whole time, but I felt weird standing the whole time because nobody else was. It Um, was fun. I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like when we went Sunday night, we took um, Cassidy, took Ava Grace, and Marjorie came with us and took Harper. And that was fun to watch them like um, Ava Grace. (laughs) She was dancing um, that part during Shake It Off when the one dancer does the head whip. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, Ava Grace then decided that she needed to do that. So then she spent the rest of the song just like full on metal head whipping the hair back and forth. Um, That's so that was my witness. Um, I was planning on dressing as Evermore for Sunday night. The skirt did not work out. I got rid of the skirt. Because when I tried it on this time, I was like, this is just not flattering. So I got rid of it because I never wear it anyways. Um, So I ended up dressing in like my uh, ripped mom jeans with Converse and my black tour tee with my blue jean jacket. And so I went as I'm coming back stronger than a 90s trend. So that was my vibe. Um, Cassidy. Cassidy wore the same outfit she wore Friday and she said she was going to post it with the caption I don't know if you'll get this or not this is a quote from the Lizzie McGuire movie um, Lizzie McGuire you are an outfit repeater was be oh outfit. Um, let's see what else um, went and got some stuff for the Halloween party as well we went to Party City on Sunday so I've got the rest of that stuff so I've got everything I need for the party that's not food related so all decor plates cups all that has been purchased um now just gotta go get stuff for the drinks and stuff for the chocolate frogs i'm making um i placed the cupcake order and i told them either you or me would be coming to pick it up (laughs) because i wasn't sure who'd end up picking it up at the time so i put my name down but i said hallie might come not sure so Mm -hmm. Um and then filmed the first episode of another podcast this weekend. So that was fun. Uh that podcast is coming out soon. So I'll be posting about it on my personal social um when that comes out. So y'all keep an eye out for that. Um tis coming out very soon. Hoping for this week. Um just depends on how things go. But we have recorded the first episode of that. Um, So more on that coming soon. I feel like I thought of something else a minute ago. And I don't remember what it was. So, yeah, that's all I've got so far for Life Update.
1: Well, um, in terms of my Life Update, I got to find it. Uh, pretty much the same. Went and saw the Jonas Brothers. It was a great way to kickstart my fall break. Saw the Aristor film. Um, started back to school um, yesterday, which it's not fun. I mean, but granted, we're on like the downhill stretch from here. Once midterms pass, it's like smooth sailing somewhat. So hopefully it'll be a lot less stressful than it is in the beginning and I register for class I register for spring tomorrow and I got hit with a cold and that's why we're recording separately
0: (laughs) yes in case you can't tell we're not in the same room Hallie and I are recording this over Skype
1: we're social distancing
0: (laughs) yes so she is using headphone microphone so if it sounds a little different that is why
1: literally third it was gosh what was it it was thursday i woke up and my throat started to get scratchy and i'm like this is not the time for this to be happening i have to sing in the praise team sunday this can't be happening by thursday evening my voice was almost completely gone i was like lovely friday i was a lot friday it got a little bit worse but i started like sucking on like the little like recolas to like save my voice and that's why when we were at the Aris tour concert I wasn't singing all that much because I was trying to preserve my voice and then slowly it got worse but then Sunday somehow by the grace of God my throat was completely fine and I managed to sing with no issues and then woke up yesterday Monday morning feeling like I got hit by a dump truck. So
0: it's been Clean. great. There's just like something going around because Cassidy wasn't feeling well on Monday, but she thinks it was food poisoning. And then my boss has been out for like two weeks. Um, tested negative for COVID. So it's not COVID. Um, But he did have COVID like about a month ago. He did have COVID. So <laughs> everybody's dropping like flies.
1: Yeah. It's and it's. I'm just glad it hit me in the latter portion of my fall break instead of in the beginning because I would have been so miserable at the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, it just come out of nowhere. I come home Tuesday, I'm fine. Wednesday, I'm fine. And then Thursday, it just hits me. And I'm like, what is happening?
0: At some point, though, with the Jonas Brothers, I feel like an adrenaline boost would have hit you and I feel like you would have been okay.
1: Oh, as soon as Joe Jonas would have come out on stage, I would have been completely fine.
0: I mean, literally, me with a full-on, full-throttle head cold and throat sore at the Anastasia musical. Oh, yeah. Like I
1: forgot about chugging that.
0: Chugging hot tea. Mint oh, gosh.
1: Tea. Literally, Sunday morning, I was, like, putting popping Ricolas in my mouth like it was candy. Because, like, I was like, this ain't happening. But it was, I like the the lemon ones that are, like, the lemon mint or colas, any of the other stuff, blech. I'm very picky when it comes with cough drops and stuff.
0: See, I can't even do a cough drop. Cough drops make me cough more.
1: But I think what it does for me, it, like, numbs my throat. But, like, any of the other stuff, like, sometimes, if I have no choice, I'll chew on those, like, little Zycam gummies or suck on them. I can't do it because the Zycam that you have to suck on, they're, like, Tums, they're chalky, and they may,
0: ugh, I usually just end up taking, like, if I go to work or even if I'm here, like, I usually just end up with, like, a big spoonful of honey and just slowly taking sips of that. That's about all that helps me. Cough drops make me cough more. I don't, I don't know what that
1: is. I've seen people do, like, (coughs) I've seen people do, like, tea with honey, and I've always wanted Mm -hmm. to try that, so. That's,
0: I mean, that's usually, like, tea with honey, spoonfuls of honey, anything with honey. Yeah. Um, okay, we ready to get on into today's episode? Yes we are. Welcome back to Family Fiction. With Hallie and Carmen. So today's episode is a fun one. Um, we are doing spooky reads for October. So these are all the books that we recommend reading for October. Um Books that are fun, books that are maybe a little bit creepy, but still intriguing. Um, I'm looking at the list right now, and it doesn't look like we have anything that's, like, gonna keep you up at night. Um, well, I have one. <laughs> I, I have ha- one. I, ha- I have, one. <laughs> um, nothing too crazy. Nothing Stephen King crazy. Um, but just some fun spooky reads. It's probably just a good mixture. There's some that are a little bit more serious. And then some that are just like spooky, good, fun. Um, One of them, I actually compare it to a Disney Channel original movie. So if that tells you anything. Um, But before we get on into that, um, we'll do our currently reading as always. So most of you guys probably know, if you've been listening for a while, you probably know that I tend to be I tend to have a physical book and an audio book going at the same time because I listen to audio books while I'm at work or doing other things, and I read a physical book when I'm at home and can chill. Um, so my physical book right now is The Grimrose Girls by Laura Pohl. Um, so this is the our book club book this month. Um, I started it last night, and I'm already on page, like, 70 and I started it last night at 8 o'clock. Like, that's how good it is. It's also, like, so far a very quick read. Um, the pages ha- have, like, bigger margins. So, you can read a page pretty quickly. Um, I finished The Screaming Staircase, which is the first Lockwood & Company book, last night and started *Grimrose Rose Girls. Um, which was amazing, by the way. But started green rose girls it's so far really giving me like pretty little liars meets winks
1: oh yes that's interesting it's
0: literally pretty little liars meets (laughs) winks um there was something else i had compared it to too and now i can't remember what it is but um yeah it's giving me all those vibes and then my current audiobook is harry potter and the goblet of fire by jk rowling Um, so I'm doing my annual reread of Harry Potter, and this year I'm doing audiobooks, so that's been fun. Um, I'm blind through this one so far, like, this one, I always forget how good this one is, and listening to it is fun, so I'm not too far into it. I'm, like, they're at Hogwarts, and Hermione has already started Spew, so I'm pretty, Um, I'm I'm a good chunk in, but... Not, they haven't even drew the names for the Wizard Tournament yet, so we're still in the beginning. I'm waiting for Harry. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? The fire. Dumbledore Double said, said calmly. I'm waiting on that part, um, but that has not hit yet. But yeah, that's my current reads. Allie. So,
1: mine's technically not changed, so I have two. Um, so the first one is A Darker Shade of Magic by V.E. Schwab. I've said this last episode, I know for a fact, I just, it's not, I've just been hit with a reading slump. Like I've not been in the mood to read at all. And that's really made me sad because October is when I usually like to fly through books because it's spooky season. But yeah, it's taking me a while and it's not like the book is, book is bad. It's, it's very good. Like I'm really enjoying it. I've just not been in the mood to read. And the second one, which definitely gets you into the spooky mood, at least I think is Dante's Inferno, <laughs> which
0: well, is, yeah,
1: which is for my lit, which is for my lit class, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm confused as I don't know what, and I'm also a little freaked out because I mean, who wouldn't when they're reading about taking a journey through hell? Why not?
0: Yeah, well. I feel like at that point you've also read The Lightning Thief, so Yeah. (laughs) Um all right. Well, like we said, today's discussion is spooky reads for October. Um, so how do we want to do this? Do you wanna start with one of yours and then I'll go and eventually I think it'll end up like you'll be going first and last. Okay,
1: that's you have more than I do. Okay, that's good. So for me, the very first book that I have on my list is The Witch Haven by Sasha Payton Smith. It's the first in a duology and it's based in like I want to say like 19th century New York and it's all about like witches and um, there's this girl who she she works as a seamstress but she finds out that she has magical abilities. And so these so these other young women come and take her away to this. Um, so basically the call, the, the Academy, that's the school. I'm having a stroke. Um, basically the school where Um. they learn magic, basically the school where they learn magic is disguised as like a sanatorium for like tuberculosis and stuff. And so they, disguise themselves as nurses to come and take her away like she has tuberculosis but um it's a very spooky read I remember reading it it's kind of it's it's a little creepy especially like towards the latter portion of the book when you find out like who the villain is and stuff but yeah I think it I also feels to me kind of like a Disney movie in some certain aspects or like no I take that back It very much reminds me of Harry Potter. Because it's like, hey, you're a witch. Let's come to this school so you can learn magic. So, um, yeah. It was a very, I really enjoyed it. It was a very quick read for me. Because, like, I flew through it. I think I remember when I opened it, I was halfway through on the first day. So, like, I would definitely say give The Witch Haven a try. I've not read the sequel yet. But I do plan on, plan to. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a good one to read in the month of October with all, like, the witchcraft stuff.
0: Okie okay, dokie. Okay. My first one is The X hex by Aaron Sterling. So, this is the one I mentioned earlier. This one reminds me of Halloween Town. If you enjoy oh, yeah. Halloween Town as much as I do, Halloween Town is my favorite movie. I save it for Halloween night every single year. Um this book just get, really gives me those vibes. Mostly like Halloween Town 2, if we're getting specific. Um, so, nine years ago, Vivian Jones nursed her broken heart like any young witch would. Vodka, weeping music, bubble baths, and a curse on her horrible boyfriend. Sure, Vivian knows she shouldn't use her magic this way, but with only an orchard hayride, Scented candle on hand, she isn't worried it will cause him anything other than a bad hair day or two. That is until Reese Pen Hollow, descendant of the town's ancestors, breaker of hearts, and annoyingly just as gorgeous as he always was, returns to Graves Glen, Georgia. What should be a quick trip to recharge the town's ley lines and make an appearance at the annual fall festival, turns disastrously wrong, with one calamity after another striking Reese. Vivi realizes her silly little ex-hex may not have been so harmless after all. Suddenly, Graves Glen is under attack from murderous wind-up toys, a pissed-off ghost, and a talking cat with some interesting things to say. Vivi and Reese have to ignore their off-the-charts chemistry to work together to save the town and find a way to break the breakup curse before it's too late. Um... So with any of these books, be sure to read any trigger warnings before getting started. Especially on my next suggestion. But um, with this one, I I just really loved this book. It's obviously perfect for spooky season. It's all about witches in a small town. It basically is like put witches in Star's Hollow is what it really gives me the vibes of. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just—it's oh, so good. Um, I think it's fun. It's a fun spooky read. Like it's one that—I mean—I think it has not necessarily smut, but it. I mean, I wouldn't like. It's not young adult, like young young adult. No. Um, but it's a fun read uh, if you're looking for just like a fun spooky read. read, really lighthearted, really quick. Um, nothing too deep, nothing too serious. This is the book for you. Um, yeah, I mean, not much else to say, but I feel like the synopsis pretty much sums it up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my first pick. Next. So
1: my second pick is more on the mystery side, but it definitely is gets you in the spooky mood. And that is Stalking Jack the Ripper by Carrie Maniscalco. Um you love probably her. heard, I love her so much. So, and I'm going to read the synopsis really quick. So, 17-year-old Audrey Rose Wadsworth was born a lord's daughter with a life of wealth and privilege stretched out before her. But between the social teas and silk dress fittings, she leads a forbidden secret life. Against her stern father's wishes and society's expectations, Audrey often slips away to her uncle's laboratory to study the gruesome practice of forensic medicine. When her work on a string of savagely killed corpses drags Audrey into the investigation of a serial murderer, her search for answers brings her back to her own sheltered world. So, basically, it's based off of the Jack the, Jack the Ripper murders, which was an unsolved crime and was very, very creepy from what I know from my brain. And this book definitely creeped me out when I was reading it, Um, and it's very, like, like David says in here, it's, like, blood-chilling conclusion, which is true. Um, Yeah, it was a very, it was a very quick read for me. Um, I think I read it in two, day and a half, like, it did not take me forever to read, and they're all, it's basically, like, each it's part of a series, but each one is like a completely different case. And for some reason, they keep getting creepier as they go on. So if you want a good mystery that is that is bone chilling and that is just impossible to put down, I would definitely recommend *Stalking Jack the Ripper.
0: okay. dokie. Um, the next one on my list is Haunting Adeline by H.G. Carlton. Um, this one's a little bit more on the heavy side. Definitely new adult. Definitely not young adult. Lots of smut in this one. Um, so if you don't like smut. If you don't like a lot of smut in a book. This isn't for you. Um, but I feel like this definitely goes along with spooky season. Because this was the one that I mentioned earlier. That like this one kept me up at night. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Sometimes out of fear. Sometimes out of just like I can't stop thinking about it. Um, this book was very traumatic traumatic but honestly I don't know there are moments when I'm like I just wish I had never read it and then there's moments where I'm like oh gosh I'm I feel like a better person having read it (laughs) so depends on what your thoughts um so this book involves two characters um you go back and forth between two points of view between the main male character and the main female character um you have Zayd which is the male character and Um, shoot, at Adeline. Give me a minute. Um, who is the main female character? Goes by Addy. Um, but the two points of view is him and her. He is the manipulator. No, sorry, he is the shadow. She is the manipulator. So the synopsis says the manipulator. I can manipulate. The emotions of anyone who lets me. I will make you hurt, make you cry, make you laugh and sigh. But my words don't affect him. Especially not when I plead for him to leave. He's always there, watching and waiting. And I can never look away. Not when I want him to come closer. The shadow. I didn't mean to fall in love, but now that I have, I can't stay away. I'm mesmerized by her smile, by her eyes and the way she moves. The way she undresses. I'll keep watching and waiting until I can make her mine. And once she is, I'll never let her go. Not even when she begs me to. Um, so Maybe. this has in the synopsis, the book was previously banned on Amazon due to the trigger warnings. So please read reviews or go to the author's website. Definitely, definitely, definitely. If you do not take anything else from this episode, read the trigger warnings before you get into this, because this has a lot. And if you're uncomfortable with any of these things, I would just back out because the trigger warnings that they have listed are not just like, oh, here's one scene and we're done with it. Like, most of the stuff continues on. Um, there's one trigger warning that happens once, doesn't happen again. But it's <laughs> going to linger. Um the rest of the stuff pretty much happens over and over. So essentially, the premise of this is he is stalking her. Um, so it gets quite creepy at times, and I look back on it and I'm like, mm, borderline assault, because <laughs> she does tell him to leave multiple times, and he doesn't. So, yeah, it's the di- the one the first genre on Goodreads is dark. If you're looking for a dark romance, this is it. (laughs) This is it. Um, But it's definitely a thriller. Definitely got some horror aspects to it. It is quite creepy. Um, Just going to give a little warning for there. Um, Yeah, I would read the trigger warnings before you get started. If you're uncomfortable with any of those things, I wouldn't read it because they're pretty heavy. Um, One thing about this author is she does not hold anything back. There is no fade to black. It's all on the page. Um, stuff that you get uncomfortable with, I feel like you could skim it. It's not gonna hurt you to skim it. Um, but honestly, the book's got so much of that stuff in it. If you skimmed it, then you're never you're not gonna read any of the book. Um, yeah. <laughs> Trigger oh, warnings yeah. all around. Um, but yeah. Haunting Adeline, I think it's a good spooky read because it is definitely creepy. It creeped me out several times. Um, wouldn't recommend reading it if you're a female home alone because <laughs> no. I did. And then I was convinced somebody was outside my house. So keep that in mind. Um, Yeah, next. <laughs>
1: uh, so my next one is Small Favors by Erin A. Craig. If you've been listening to us to a long, for a long time, you should probably know by now that me and Carmen love this author, and um, her books are very creepy, so yes, small small favors. Ellery Downing is waiting for something to happen. Life in isolated Amity Falls, surrounded by impenetrable forest, has a predictable sameness. Her days are filled with tending to her family's beehives, chasing after her sisters, and dreaming of bigger things while her twin, Samuel is free to roam as he wishes. Early town settlers fought off monstrous creatures in the woods, and whispers that the creatures still exist keep the Downings and their neighbors from venturing too far. When some townsfolk go missing on a trip to fetch supplies, a heavy unease settles over the falls. Strange activities begin to plague the town, and as the seasons change, it's clear that something is terribly wrong. The creatures are real, and they're offering to fulfill the residents' deepest desires, however grand, for just a small favor. These seemingly trifling demands, however, had sinister intentions. Soon, Ellery finds herself in a race against time to stop Amity Falls, her family, and the boy she loves from going up in flames. Um, This book is very creepy because I somewhat relate to it. Um, Where we live, we have woods, and I will tell you right now, they are very creepy, especially at nighttime, because I hear all sorts of noises. (laughs) From outside my window. Um, and this book. Just is very horrifying. Especially with certain aspects. Like the monsters. That are described. Whoa. No thank yeah, you. No vibe. Like. Oh gosh. Like, There was even like a particular scene. That happened in the family's house. Where there was something in the house. And I'm like. See. No. There's also. Animals
0: that are the not
1: scene, normal
0: the scene where she looks out and there's like the girl a, a girl in the middle of the field
1: with along <laughs> with like elongated fingers I'm like <laughs> yeah when I read that part of it
0: no <laughs> I'm good
1: I would not go back to sleep after that but <laughs> but yeah it's very creepy like it's creepy the whole book through because like you know that something's off but you're kind of just like waiting for the other shoe to drop and being like, here we oh, go. Man. We're we're in it now. So and it's kind of funny because her other book, like there was stuff caught con- like in the other book that's on her this list. It's like there was constant stuff happening in like almost every other chapter with this one. It was like rare occurrences, but they were like terrifying.
0: And I just kept waiting for the next one to happen.
1: I know it was, oof. but it was very good. It kept me hooked. All the way through um if you want something with like creepy forests and creepy monsters then this book is right up your alley
0: folklore by taylor swift but make it creepy yeah um all right The next book on my list is The Grimrose Girls by Laura Pohl. So, like I said, I am currently reading that. Um, But I put it on my list because I'm reading it specifically because it's spooky season. Um, So, like I said, it gives me, like, Pretty Little Liars meets Winks. Um, So, four friends, one murder, and a dark fate that may leave them all doomed. After the mysterious death, their best friend, Ella, Yuki, and Rory, are the talk of their elite school, Grimrose Academy. The police ruled Ariane's Ariane's, I, I haven't really forget that one. Ariane's death a suicide, <coughs> but the trio is determined to find out what really happened. When Nani S arrives at the as their newest roommate, it gets set it sets into motion a series of events that no one could have predicted. As the girls retrace their friends' final days, they discover a dark secret about Grimrose. Ariane wasn't the first dead girl. They soon learn that all the past murders are connected to ancient fairy tale curses, and that their own fates are tied to the stories, dooming the girls to brutal and gruesome endings unless they can break the cycle for good. Um, yeah, I just... <laughs> So far, it's really, really good. Um, like I said, I started it last night and Mario on page 75. It's so good. Um, I don't know. Just, like, the friend being murdered, but they're calling it a suicide. Gave me Pretty Little Liars vibes. And just, like, the way that people are rolling up to the school and things. Like, the girl when she's first coming in and stuff just kind of gave me Winks vibes because, like, Bloom... Kind of showed up. Um, I don't know. I just. Specifically I'm basing that. Knowledge off the Fate TV show. On Netflix. Because I loved it. And I'm really mad that it got cancelled. Yeah. I mean I can't say much. Because I've not read it. But I put it on my Spooky Reads. TBR for a reason. So that is why I'm recommending it now.
1: So, this next one that I have is more of a recent read, but it is definitely, definitely for the spooky season. And that is, hold on, <clears throat> A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson. Um, if you listen to our September wrap up, you probably heard me talk about this book. So, everyone in Fairview knows the story. Pretty and popular high school senior, Andy Bell, was murdered by her boyfriend, Sal Singh, who then killed himself. It was all anyone could talk about. And five years later, Pip sees how the tragedy still haunts her town. But she can't shake the feeling that there was more to what happened that day. She knew Sal when she was a child, and he was always so kind to her. How could he possibly have been a killer? Now a senior herself, Pip decides to re-examine the closed case for her final project at first just to cast doubt on the original investigation, but soon she discovers a trail of dark secrets that might actually prove Sal innocent, and the line between past and present begins to blur. Someone in Fairview doesn't want Pip digging around for answers, and now her own life might be in danger. This book was so good. I flew through it. I could not put it down. It was very creepy, because the people who were behind it, they kept sending her notes, like, the anonymously, like, stay out of this, you don't know what you're doing, stop while you're a hit, I'm, stop, you're gonna regret it, I was, like, very creeped out the whole time, and it's kind of like, um, I think it's really interesting, though, because, like, Andy's pictured as, like, this, oh, this sweet, innocent, girl that was wrongfully murdered but turns out that's not actually true and so yeah it was very interesting and um definitely creepy I just like reading murder mysteries in October because it's all just creepy
0: literally you saying that about her not being the sweet little girl I'm just like is her name Danica like (laughs) more secrets coming out hello
1: oh yeah but yeah, it was very good. So, yeah. Next one.
0: Alright, my next one is another Aaron A. Craig book. Um, so, House of Salt and Sorrows. Yes. Um, this book, literally picture 12 dancing princesses, the horror version. Hallie and I have talked about this book on multiple occasions, so we will never stop talking about this book. I still need to read the sequel. <laughs> I've not done so yet. Um, so, in a manor by the sea, 12 sisters are cursed. Annelie lives with a sh- lives a sheltered life at Highmore, a manor by the sea, with her sisters, their father and stepmother. Once they were t- once they were 12, but loneliness fills the grand halls now that four of the girls' lives have been cut short. Each death was more tragic than the last, the plague, a plummeting fall, a drowning, a slippery plunge, and there are whispers throughout the surrounding village, villages that the family is cursed by the gods. Disturbed by a series of ghostly visions, Annalie becomes increasingly suspicious that the deaths were no accidents. Her sisters have been sneaking out every night to attend glittering balls, dancing until dawn in silk gowns and shimmering slippers, and Annalie isn't sure whether to try to stop them or to join them. Because who or what are they really dancing with? When, Annalie invo- when Annalie's involvement with a mysterious stranger who has secrets of his own intensifies, it's a race to unravel the darkness that has fallen over her family before it claims her next. Um, yeah. This book is crazy. Um, it is creepy. one plot twist after the next. You don't know what to friggin' believe. Um. I never knew what was the truth. Oh, I know. And what was fake, especially towards the end. It gets a little oh, extra yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's so good, and the sequel, House of Ritz and Ruin, is supposed to be about one of the other sisters who can see ghosts and sees them the way that they died. Um, so that's rather creepy, and so I mm-hmm. need to read that. Um, but this book is just so perfect for spooky season. Plot twist after plot twist, constantly things around the corner, kept me on the edge of my feet, edge of my feet, edge of my seat at all times. Um, Yeah, just a great all around spooky read. If you're looking for something that's fantasy, that's got a little mystery, a little horror. Um, It is young adult. I I would say that it's a lie to read, but it's definitely going to screw with your mind a little bit. So it's one that you're going to want to be like paying attention to because if you're not, whatever task you're trying to accomplish while reading it's going to get pushed to the side because eventually it gets so freaking intriguing. (coughs) Um, But yeah, that is my next recommendation.
1: So my next one leans a little bit more into the fantasy side of things, but it is still very dark and very creepy. And that is For the Wolf by Hannah Witten. It's the first book in a duology. So, as the only second daughter born in centuries, Red has one purpose to be sacrificed to the wolf in the wood in the hope he'll return the world's captured gods. Red is almost relieved to go, plagued by a dangerous power she can't control. At least she knows that in the wilderwood, she can't hurt those she loves again. But the legends lie the wolf is a man, not a monster. Her magic is a calling, not a curse. And if she doesn't learn how to use it, the monsters the gods have become will swallow the Wilderwood and her world whole. So think of it as a mix of Little Red Riding Hood, Beauty and the Beast, with um, giant, scary forest monsters. (laughs) That's basically the whole vibe of the book. Um, It was very, very good. I blew through it it was very very creepy like anything to do with like also the monsters in the woods are very creepy um and the whole idea of the gods are crazy too it is kind of um it I would say it's kind of borders on the line of enemies to lovers but with a little bit of misunderstanding in between there because the wolf is seen as the enemy but anyways um, yeah it was very very good so that would be a great dark fantasy to read in the month of October next one
0: my next one might be a little bit obvious but an obvious perfect read for October is Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling. Um, Literally any of the books, if you've read them before and you have a favorite, go read that favorite. Um, Doesn't have to be the first one, but if you have never read the first one and you, for some reason, don't even know what it's about, there's this 11-year-old boy named Harry Potter. He All he knows about his life is that his parents were killed in a car crash when he was a year old. He lives with his aunt and uncle, who are awful. And his cousin Dudley, who is also awful, and that is all he knows. He is, he lives in a cupboard under the stairs, he's given Dudley's hand-me-downs, never really a lot of food, like, it borders on abuse. Um, so, he's living his life, and then all of a sudden, these letters start showing up at number four Privet Drive, which is where they live, um, And the letters are addressed to Harry, telling him he has been welcomed to, he has been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. That his uncle and aunt try to escape from the letters and eventually Hagrid, a half giant, half wizard man, tracks him down and tells him that he is a wizard and takes him off to the school. Um, There, he befriends Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger, um, two fellow students at Hogwarts. And from there, it's just one big magical adventure. Um, There's wands. There's magic, obviously. There's broomstick flying. There's a game called Quidditch, which involves broomstick flying. There's charms, potions, spells, a three-headed dog, dragons. Um, giant chess, <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of things. Um, Harry does learn that his parents did not die in a car crash. They were killed by a evil wizard, Voldemort, who came that night to kill Harry, but somehow Harry survived, and Voldemort was defeated and banished. so. We have some things happening with that as well. Um, Yeah, each book is an adventure in and of itself. It's obviously a great read for anybody of any age. No matter how old or young you are, you can read Harry Potter. Um, And obviously anything with witches and magic and adventure is great for Halloween. So a good, fun, spooky adventure to go on. Oh, yeah. So my
1: next one is The Devouring Grey by Christine Lynn Herman. If you are a lover of Stranger Things, you will love this duology. Um, And me and Carmen can attest that because we read these and we enjoyed them very, very much. So after her sister's death, 17-year-old Violet Saunders finds herself dragged to Four Paths, New York. Violet may be a newcomer, but she soon learns her mother isn't. They belong to one of the revered founding families of the town where stone bells hang above every doorway and danger lurks in the depths of the woods. Justin Hawthorne's bloodline has protected four paths for generations from the gray, a lifeless dimension that imprisons a brutal monster. After Justin fails to inherit his family's powers, his mother is determined to keep this humiliation a secret. But Justin can't let go of the future he was promised and the town he swore to protect. Ever since Harper Carlyle lost her hand to an accident that left her stranded in the gray for days, she has vowed revenge on the person who abandoned her, Justin Hawthorne. There are ripples of dissent in four paths, and Harper seizes an opportunity to take down the Hawthorns and change her destiny, to what extent even she doesn't yet know. The gray is growing stronger every day and its victims are piling up. When Violet accidentally unleashes the monster, all three must band together with the other founders to unearth the dark truths behind their families' abilities before the gray devours them all. So it is very much giving Stranger Things vibes with the gray very much being a similar to the Upside Down. Um, but yeah, this book was so good very very creepy very much like stranger things vibes with all the monsters and especially with how the victims die it's like very gory i remember
0: yes it
1: was very creepy
0: (laughs) it kind of reminded me of like the corpses that you see in stranger things that have been attacked by the by the demogorgon
1: oh i thought you said say vecna
0: (laughs) no not Vecna. Uh,
1: But, yeah, this, we flew through it, and it is part of a duology, so I really wish she would come out with more books. I know. It's like, I want more of this world, because I think it was so intriguing. I get it, like, I didn't want her to drag it out, but I want to see, like, I want to see more with, like, stuff with the gray. Like, you know, I think it'd be interesting. But, yeah, if you're... A fan of Stranger Things and I would definitely give this duology a try especially during spooky season because
0: why not yes Isaac was my favorite I loved him oh yeah all right my next and final recommendation is The Screaming Staircase by Jonathan Stroud so this is the first book in the Lockwood and Company series um when the, de- when the dead come back to haunt the living, Locke Wedding Company step in. For more than 50 years, the country has been affected by a horrifying epidemic of ghosts. A number of psychic investigation agencies have sprung up to destroy the dangerous apparitions. Lucy Carlisle, a talented young agent, arrives in London hoping for a notable career. Instead, she finds herself joining the smallest, most ramshackle agency in the city, run by the charismatic Anthony Lockwood. When one of their cases goes horribly wrong, Lockwood and company have one last chance of redemption. Unfortunately, this involves spending the night in one of the most haunted houses in England and trying to escape alive. Set in a city stalked by specters, The Screaming Staircase is the first in a chilling new series full of suspense, humor, and truly terrifying ghosts. Your nights will never be the same again. So I finished this last night and it was so good. Um, If you enjoyed the show on Netflix, like I did, um, sadly season two is not going to happen. Season one is books one and two. And this being just book one, it literally was so on par. Like the show was so on par with the book. And it makes me really mad that they aren't going to get season two because so far it's matching the book perfectly so I'm kind of like did they not get the viewership they wanted what was the issue um it like I'm so mad that I like I'm happy that there's five books and I get to like read more than what the show showed me but I'm sad that I won't get to see it brought to life so that's where we're at but um yeah the screaming staircase it's filled with ghosts, there are some moments where I was like, hey, that's creepy, I don't like that, (laughs) Um, so it did have its moments, but overall, I think it's another fun, spooky read, like, it's an easy read, I read it, once I actually sat down and read it, I read it in, like, two days, Um, because honestly, it's been my current read for a while now, but it's because I literally haven't picked it up. Um, Once I finally did get the chance to read, I flew through it. Um, Cute spooky read. It's, you know, friendship and ghosts and things that go bump in the night. And basically this is almost like a dystopian situation. So it's, I don't know if it, it necessarily says that it's in the future, but basically ghosts are like a known thing. People, there's a curfew. People don't go out at night. There are things called ghost lamps, which basically deter ghosts from entering your home. Um, People have iron fencing. They have iron in their cars now. um, Because that will, you know, a ghost can't get near iron. So, lots of, like, it's a very different universe, which is fun. Um, Yeah, ghosts are like a known thing in this world. So that's fun for others, not for me. The one thing I did take away from it that I told Hallie about was the fact that you know if there's a ghost in your house or like where the ghost, like the source of the ghost is by the fact that there will be a lot of spiders there. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I have already figured out that this would not be the job for me. Cause they have oh, yeah. to go. They have to go where the spiders are. <laughs> um, because nope. the source is like usually like the human remains of the ghost, um, the things that they have to destroy to get rid of the ghost is gonna be where the spiders are at. So that's fun for them, not for me. Um, but yeah, cute spooky read, very quick read. Um, I'm excited to read the second one.
1: So my final one that I have um, is Verity by Colleen Hoover. So definitely one that will keep you up at night. Um, so Lowen Ashley is a struggling writer on the brink of financial ruin when she accepts the job offer of a lifetime. Jeremy Crawford, husband of bestselling author Verity Crawford, has hired Loewen to complete the remaining books in a successful series his injured wife is unable to finish. Lowen arrives at the Crawford home, ready to sort through years of Verity's notes and outlines, hoping to find enough material to get her started. What Lowen doesn't expect to uncover in the chaotic office is an unfinished autobiography Verity never intended for anyone to read. Page after page of bone-chilling admissions, including Verity's recollection of the night her family was forever altered. Lowen decides to keep the manuscript hidden from Jeremy, knowing its contents could devastate the already grieving father. But as Lowen's feelings for Jeremy begin to intensify, she recognizes all the ways she could benefit if he were to read his wife's words. After all, no matter how devoted Jeremy is to his injured wife, a truth this horrifying would make it impossible for him to continue loving her. This book is wild It is scary. There are certain moments where I got extremely uncomfortable, so I would definitely go look up the trigger warnings for this book because some of them I was like, okay, that's a little much. I didn't need to read that, but here we are. Um, Don't read this at nighttime because I started reading it at like 8 o'clock one night, and I said... This is gonna be a big mistake because I couldn't put it down because then there's but then there's that other part of me that's like I need to put it down or else I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. It's very, very creepy. Like it reminds me, um may my mom like watching lifetime movies. This book is very much a lifetime movie. I'm so convinced now at this point. It's so creepy, especially with the the whole bits with Verity. Like that was weird. It was very creepy. But yeah, it's, ah, it's it's just so creepy. I get uncomfortable when I think about it.
0: Yup. That's another one that kept me up at night. Yeah, I wouldn't, that one, I definitely wouldn't read at night. Not even that it's that creepy, just because like, you're going to be up for several more hours after that, just thinking about the dang thing. I know, because there's certain things, like, you don't know
1: what to believe, Because you're like, what's the truth? What's not the truth? What really happened that night? Who do I believe? And and by the end
0: of the book, you still don't know who to believe. So, yes. And then you finally formulate a decision and then you read the bonus chapter and then you're just even more confused. So, I know. To be honest, like when I had finished the book, I had somewhat gaslit myself into thinking, I know the answer. And then I read the bonus chapter and it kind of like neither confirms nor denies what I had in head. So it kind of like just confuses you more because oh, yeah. the answer that I had in my head, the bonus chapter didn't say, yes, that's correct. And it also didn't say, no, that's not right. So I'm still confused. Um so yeah, it's just going to confuse you more if you feel the need to read the bonus chapter. Go for it. But it's not going to give you a solid answer. It's so. going to make
1: you it's going to make you feel way worse cuz I read it and I was like I just wasted 5 minutes of my life reading this bonus chapter for nothing.
0: Yes. Um all right, no game this week cuz we you know, it's already an hour <laughs> at this point. Um But, next week, we are going to be talking about fictional characters, Taylor's version. So, obviously, you can tell by the beginning of this video, video, episode, whatever you want to call it, that we are Taylor Swift fans. And we have done a podcast episode before in the past that was um, book (coughs) recommendations, Taylor's version. So, it was books like that we would recommend for each Taylor version. Swift era, so this will be us sorting fictional characters into each Taylor Swift era.
1: So and that's gonna also, be really fun, and it also kind of works because doesn't yeah. Next week, 1989 Taylor's version drops.
0: Yes, and we had the eras film this week. So
1: and also just Five felt Nights at right. Freddy and also Five Nights at Freddy's drops on the 27th.
0: <laughs> I'm ready.
1: Peter I'm Malark ready. is
0: going somewhere. He is in an era. I will. Um, say,
1: I will say though, I watched a video this morning of him basically explaining the FNAF lore, and that's the short for term for Five Nights at Freddy's.
0: Yeah, got that.
1: But um, somebody said I didn't know that him explaining the lore to me could be so attractive. And, <sighs> you're I here's the it. thing we're probably going to watch this movie together because I'm watching this as a Five Nights at Freddy's fan. So I know like the lore and stuff somewhat as confusing as it is, but Carmen's watching as a Josh Hutcherson fan. So it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a very different reaction because
0: certain scenes may come on. She'd be like, Oh my gosh, what is that? And I'll be like, yes. No, I think more so it's going to be maybe the opposite of you being like, Oh, this part. And I'm just going to be like, gosh, he looks so good. <laughs> God, look at the way he's running away. <laughs> Run to me, my man. I love him. I'm excited to reenter my Josh Hutcherson era. Oh, just, I'm excited. Yeah, it's um, just,
1: but it's just going to ru- its gonna ruin animatronics for you. Emma. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Animatronics are already ruined for me. I've never liked animatronics.
1: Well, this will make it worse. So, I've good never luck. Liked them. This is going to make it worse. I've always
0: been creeped out by Chuck E. Cheese.
1: Well, this is going to make it worse. So, good luck.
0: <laughs> I don't think it could get worse. I don't like them. I don't know. I don't think it's going to creep me up that much. I'm not really that like, creeped out. I watched the video gameplay.
1: Oh, yeah. But it, the trailer came on when we were watching the last episode of Gerald Dixon. And Dad's like, nope. I'm like, Compared to like other stuff, other horror movies that I've seen, this is not going to be that scary
0: for me I'm personally. Part is clear. The only reason I'm watching this is because Josh Hutcherson. I if know. he wasn't cast in it, I would have no interest. Um, but that's my man. Also, they did preview for The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes during the Ares film both times, and I've seen the trailer like 15 times. But both times watching it in the theater, I was just like. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be so good. Um, yeah, we haven't quite figured out how we're going to do it. If we want to do, like, one character per era, we might do. I think we should do, like, a female character and a male character per era. Oh, gosh, yeah. Because I feel like that fits. And we might even throw in that we do a female character, a male character, and a couple.
1: Mhm.
0: Like an OTP. Um. All right. Yep. That's all I've got. Is that all you? <laughs> yeah. That's all I've got. Okay. Well. Um. Happy early Halloween. Yep. To everyone that's listening to this, so they can have something to read for Halloween. Um. Most of these books are quick and easy reads. So I mean, I think you could pick out at least like maybe two or three books to have. Oh read gosh. By. Yeah. Halloween easy um yeah, yeah I oh, I'm so ready for Halloween Halloween's my favorite holiday I'm so excited um but yeah I think that's all I've got as well so be yeah. sure to follow us on our podcast socials and our personal socials which are both linked down below um be sure and you know let us know what book you're reading for spooky season Um, or if you're thinking of reading any of these books for spooky season and then let us know how you maybe want to see us do next week's episode if you would like to see Mm -hmm. certain things sorted a different way or whatever um yeah give us a follow rate us five stars subscribe all that jazz and we will see you guys in the next episode thanks for listening Bye. bye